This upcoming concert season will be all about the boots, and Tecovis is your stop for the best in Western style. Tecovis has seasonal and limited edition offerings this spring and summer, including men's and women's boots, apparel, hats, bags, and more. All Tecovis boots are made by hand in a time-honored tradition with timeless styles that are always on trend. And Tecovis has first wear comfort with little to no break-in period. It's hard to find this level of comfort paired with this level of style. Stop by your local Tecova store, have a complimentary drink or two, that's WCB style, and shop new styles. The smell of fresh leather and friendly staff are at your service. Many stores even have leather custom branding to make your boots truly personalized. And with regular live music and events, there's no in-store experience like it. If you can't make it into a store, just visit tecovas.com. That's T-E-C-O-V-A-S.com. They offer free shipping on all boots, as well as free returns and exchanges, and ship right to your door. Go to tecovas.com and find your new favorite pair of boots today. Fishing like a local isn't just about catching fish. It's about connecting with the environment and the people who call it home. It's about hearing the stories and traditions that have been passed down for generations and sharing unforgettable moments with the people you meet along the way. Fishing like a local is having an experience that stays with you forever. And with Fishing Booker, you can experience it too, no matter where you are. Discover your next adventure on Fishing Booker. Hey everybody, Mark Peterson here. Welcome back to another episode of the Journey Within podcast. Well, I'm off filming in New Zealand this week, so Aaron Blisey's going to co-host for me, and he's sitting down with Travis Baker from WTA, and they're going to go over a hosted fishing trip that he's doing in Alaska. Travis talks about his eight-day, 80-mile hosted float fishing trip in Alaska. If you guys love fishing or if you're interested in how the hosting trip to work through WTA, make sure to listen to this one, and as always, love your feedback. Let us know how we're doing. Welcome back to another episode of the Journey Within Podcast. I am your host this week, Aaron Blasey, and I have Travis Baker on with me. Travis, again, thank you for yeah, coming on, man. you bet, Aaron. Appreciate having me on. For sure, man. So, you know, we've been doing two days for the podcast here at WTA, and this is the last one, last day. And uh, I think it's number 13 in two days, something like that, that nice. I've been a part of. So, yeah. But I wanted to, you know, you and I got talking about this trip that you just got off, and I want to talk about it because... I'm not a big fisherman, but when you started describing this trip, I'm like, I need to go on this trip. Yeah. You just did an eight day, 90 mile float fishing trip. Yep. And I'm like, that sounds epic. It it was, (laughs) it was epic, man. It was, it was incredible. It, it, it all kind of started a couple years ago. Um, you know, I had a couple clients call me and, um, and they had, uh, they'd, they'd booked a couple of fishing trips with me in the past. They'd never been to Alaska though. So, you know, like I do with all my clients, I start kind of quizzing them and asking them, you know, well, Hey, w- what are you envisioning? What do you want to do? Cause there's so many different trips to do to Alaska, you know, different species, different locations, yep. different types of accommodations. And, and these guys, they said they want to do it experience the real Alaska. Okay. You know, yeah. they, they wanted, they wanted to see the country. They wanted to, um, they wanted to rough it a little bit mm-hmm. and they wanted to do, you know, like a wilderness float trip. And, and I knew exactly who to call. I started setting it up. Um, I kind of handpicked the last week of, of July, um, primarily because it was their first time going to Alaska. And that's when you can just get into, 
a variety of fish. Yep. You know, and the different salmon, the big rainbows, the dollies, the grayling. And um, pretty soon that kind of grew into, you know, five more clients. So there were a total of eight of us. And, um, and I mean, it was just an incredible experience. And, um, you know, it was a month ago we got back and I mean, I'm still fired up about it. <laughs> yeah. So WTA offers what they call hosted trips. Explain yep. to me what hosted trips are first. So hosted trips are, are hunting and fishing trips that, you know, a consultant will, will put together and invite clients on. Okay. And it's, it's so much fun and mm -hmm. it's, it's really just a good, there's a lot of benefits to it. You know, first off, we get to have, spend some quality time with our customers. We love getting to know our customers. Face-to-face -face Yeah, time, and like I that. mean, yeah. like the trip that I just got on, I mean, spending a week with these guys and they're completely out of their elements. Oh, yeah. You know, I mean, you know, these guys were, you know, they all retired in their 50s and they were super successful at what they did, you know, but when you get them out of the big city and and get them in the wilderness, I mean, they just, you, you get to know the real person. Sure. And, and, we, and it was awesome. But, you know, so there's a lot of benefits. There's the, the FaceTime, getting to know our customer. Um, but there's kind of a comfort factor. Mm -hmm. You know, like, uh, for example, I'm doing a hosted uh, trip to Africa for Cape Buffalo next year. And, you know, that's a kind of a big trip for a lot of people. Heck so yeah, there's, you know, they're a little standoffish. They're a little hesitant maybe to go that far by themselves. So when they see a group trip, especially hosted by one of our consultants, I mean, there's a comfort level there and, and, um, and they feel good about going with, you know, with, with a professional who's, who's been there, done that. Right. So if, if one guy called you and was like, man, that hosted trip sounds like really good. I want to do that. Mm -hmm. Is it something where he's got to bring people to the fold also, or when no. you call other clients and yeah. be like, Hey, do you guys want to join in yep. on this? Yep. A little bit of both. And and that's another good thing is, you know, cause some, sometimes, um, you know, if it's just one guy, you know, he can, he can kind of piggyback, you know, with a group and get paired up with us and it works out good. But no, I mean, a lot of these hunts are, or all the hosted hunts are, are on our website. So if you're interested in joining one of our group trips, you know, you can learn all about it, hop on the website, you know, call the consultant who's hosting it and, and they can fill you in and get you signed up. That's cool. Now, is there any, you know, as far as the price goes, is there any price breaks on these or is it like basically, you know, what the trip is? Like, how do you guys formulate that? Yeah. I mean, sometimes if it's a big group trip, you know, we'll have some sort of a group discount, yep. but it's typically just, you know, your standard price. Okay. Okay. Yep. So you know, you've done probably a few hosted trips, I'm going to guess, over the years. So, you know, this Alaskan one, I'm like, man, this sounds epic to do. So yeah. let, let's, I want to, I want to get into the nitty gritty of it and, and talk about it. So did you, did they basically call you and was like, you pick the spot. This is what we want to do. You know, you know us best, you know, you make all the plans and we'll just show up. Like, how does that how it worked? Pretty much. Yeah. I mean, you know, once once I started piecing it together, I knew the guide service I was going to call, and we, we had it all set up. Okay. Um, you know, they provided, the, the guide team provided all the equipment. They did all the heavy lifting. 
you know, we just got to fish. They provide, you know, they, they rode us, they provide the rafts, the, the tents, um, all the food, which for where we Man. were, it was, it was That's incredible. Nice. I mean, we had a prime rib dinner the first night. Are you kidding In me? camp. It, it, it was incredible. <laughs> wow. Yeah. So, I mean, we just fished and I mean, you know, we're on the river for eight days and, you know, there's nothing to do but fish. So, yeah. Yeah. Jeez. So, you know, logistic wise, I'm sure it's like anything else. You guys yep. go up to, you know, fly into wherever you need to, and you're going to handle all that. I'm guessing. Yeah. When we, do you meet up with the yeah, guys? Yeah, we took care of it all. So, you know, the jumping off point for pretty much anywhere in Alaska is Anchorage. Okay. Right. So we all met up in Anchorage. And then from there, we took one more hop um, to a little town right on the West coast uh, of Alaska Spent the night there at, um, we had a, a house that we had reserved. It was all part of the package. Mm-hmm. You know, once you're there, it's all turnkey and taken care of. And then, uh, so we spent the night there, got settled. And, um, and then the next day we were flown in by float plane, uh, about an hour flight to, uh, to a remote lake where this river started. And that's where, and the day before the guide team was already there. They had camp already set up. And um, we spent the first night there, kind of right along the lake and right where the river started. They had, like I said, everything was set up, and we just kind of got our bearings and just took it all in. And they gave us a big orientation on what to expect over the next eight days. And our our tents were set up. You know, each uh, they, each every two clients had a shared a tent, and they mm-hmm. were big. You know, probably six person tents. Oh wow! Yeah, and. Um, we had to bring our sleeping bag, our personal gear, our fishing gear. And, um, you know, I made sure all the clients knew what kind of tackle to bring and, and what flies to bring. And, um, yeah, we got settled in that first night, had a big prime rib supper, and uh, and then woke up the next morning, and the guides were already starting to break camp. And bre- wow. breakfast is ready, coffee's on, and we were on the river by 8 o'clock. So, I mean, you're fishing daylight to dark then. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, you know, we're, we're on the, we're up at six, six fifteen, and, um, um, yeah, starting to break camp and, and the guides do that while we eat breakfast. And yeah, I mean, we're on the river fishing, we float, the guides row us, you know, we, we fish right from the raft as we're floating, um, you know, get out and do some wading, mm-hmm. you know, throughout the day. And we all kind of fish, you know, within, you know, earshot of each other, yep. you know, so we're all kind of fishing together, did which, you which have, was nice. Did you have like a mile mark you were trying to hit every day? Yeah. I mean, th- these guys, th- they do this float six times throughout the season. Oh, wow. So, and they've been doing it, you know, it's, they've been doing it for a long time. So sure. they, they know every day, Hey, we need to be here. They have designated mm-hmm. spots. They're probably camping in the same yeah, spots. And, and they're the only crew that can do this float. It goes through a national wildlife refuge. So oh. it's pretty much all to them. Wow. Yeah. And, uh, so they're only allowed four rafts at any given time for eight, eight fishermen. And, um, but yeah, they have de- designated, uh, you know, places each night that, that they set up their camp. Now, is it all catch and release? You know, it is, it is pretty much all catch and release. The one night we had, um, you know, we, we, we did keep some fish, some salmon and, uh, that, that we had for supper. Mm -hmm. But other than that, it's, it was all catch and release. I gotcha. Yeah. So I mean, what's the fishing like? I mean, did you guys run any weather at all? I mean, you gotta be a prepare for all that. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, uh, 
it's gonna rain at some point during, it always does. during your trip. Like the, they they say, if you don't like the weather, wait five minutes in Alaska because it, <laughs> it changes. It's gonna change. But we man, we lucked out. I mean, I've been to Alaska a bunch, and I've seen what it can do, and it's not pretty at times. But I mean, the first two days, three days, we were in t-shirts and, no had, and had sunscreen on. That's like unheard of. I know, <laughs> I know. But you know, it's it's it was late July and. Uh, you know, the weather's typically, mm-hmm. you know, typically pretty nice. Um, but long days that time of year, um, you know, it rained on us for, uh, at some point every day, it rained, oh, yeah. uh, it rained a little bit. Um, but we got lucky, man. Yep. Yeah. It was, it was awesome. So take me to, through the first day, you guys get up, break yeah, camp, so start the, floating. The first day, um, you know, I mean, like I said, they have, this guide team has everything that you need. It's unbelievable. I mean, they packed portable portajohn you know i mean I, I was envisioning we were digging a hole and going to the bathroom oh, yeah. right yep. and uh, i mean they had a, they had everything we needed they made it as cushy as possible for a wilderness I like that. trip they had a portable shower oh sure now they didn't set that up every day yep but about i think twice during the during the course of the trip they they set it up but Anyway, when, when they get these rafts loaded and everything has a spot in their rafts, I mean, these rafts are pushing like 2,500 pounds. Oh, really? Yeah. So they are, they're loaded up, you know, so you got a fisherman on the front, fisherman on the back, the guides in the middle rowing. And, um, the first day, cause you know, we got to cover 90 miles in, in like a week. And, um, so the first day is a big push. We did 22 miles Wow. that first day. And, uh. It was so cool to see the the river and the scenery change every day. You know, the up at the headwaters where we start, we're at maybe six thousand feet, and <clears throat> just surrounded by just mountains and just beautiful. We saw two bears the first day. Is it woolly around you? Yeah, yeah. A lot of lot of trees. A lot of trees. No. Yep. A lot of timber. The river isn't super big up high, and um, but. Yeah, as far as the fishing goes, to start with, it, it was primarily Arctic grayling, okay, uh, rainbow trout, and then dolly barden. Um, we got into some salmon, but the salmon got more plentiful as you get to the lower river. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I got you. So you made 22 miles. I mean, did you guys keep a fish counter? How many fish did you oh guys catch? Gosh. You can't catch. You can't. <laughs> you know, you, you always want to try and do that. Yeah. But it's like once you hit 50. Yeah. Really? Oh, yeah. It, oh, my it, gosh. It was crazy. Jeez. Yeah, I mean, it's, uh, like, at times, it's every cast. No kidding. Yeah. Yeah, and I tell these guys, look, you're going to catch a lot of fish, more fish than you've ever dreamed of. So, you know, just relax, take your time. Take it in. Don't wear yourself out that yeah. first day, and, and stop at times and look around you. Look look where you, are, where you are, man. It doesn't get any better, and no one is around. Yeah. I mean, it's as remote and pristine as what we have left here in, in North America. For sure. Yeah. Did you guys break for lunch every day then? Yeah. Oh, yeah. Okay. Yep. So we'd all meet up and, um, yep, you know, they'd set up a table, chairs for us, and they'd have, you know, sandwich meat and, and you know, fruit and water, and they, they had everything for us. That's so. awesome. So day two, you, you I mean, you wake up and yeah. break in camp again, I guess? Yeah, I, guess. I mean, so, you know, at the end of each day, you know, again, we get to a designated spot there yeah. in the camp, and, you know, I mean, the guides are setting up camp as soon as we get off the river and getting dinner ready, and, you know, 
we fished a little bit that first evening, you know, but, uh, I mean, we, we were, I think we were fast asleep. We were pretty, <laughs> we were pretty wore out and we, and we had to pace ourselves for you sure know, because we had five or six more days to yep. go. But yeah, you know, the second day, um, kind of the, you know, same deal. Um, you know, get up early and, you know, coffee's on breakfast is, is being prepared and we're on the river by eight. Wasn't quite of, of a big push as the first day. I think we did probably, 17 miles wow you know that second day still that's a lot it, it, it was yeah. <laughs> 17 river it, miles is a lot of miles it is and then think of the guide rowing that you know i know so you had how <laughs> yeah. many guides were there four four guys yep four guides four rafts then. four rafts four guides and i mean you know these guides they they i mean they know the river they, they like they know where every fish holds it seems like it's crazy so I mean, besides rowing us and keeping us safe and pointing out where the where to cast and where the fish are, I mean, you know, they're they're helping us release the fish and, you know, getting through the river in different rapids. And I mean, they were just they work their tails off. Hey, it's Ryan Reynolds, and I'm here with Keith, co-star of my upcoming film, If Only in Theaters, May 17th. Do you want to tell people the big news? All right, I'll do. Sign up now and you'll get unlimited for $15 a month in six months of Paramount Plus Essential Plan on us. Mintmobile.com slash switch. Upfront payment of $45 equivalent to $15 per month. Unlimited over 40 gigabytes per month. Face lower speeds. Videos at 480p. Active Mint customers by 531.24 get six months of Paramount Plus Essential Plan. Auto renews after six months. Offer ends May 31st, 2024. Separate Paramount Plus registration required. Terms and conditions apply if rated PG. Another day is here and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDSE. Hey everybody, I'm a believer in using the best and that's exactly what Gunworks rifles are. They're the best in the market. If you're looking for accuracy and dependability, make sure to go check them out. Get that gun of a lifetime coming your way at gunworks.com. If you guys are looking for the best seat covers on the market, you gotta make sure to check out Rough Tough. I've had them in my truck now going on four years and they are bulletproof. Make sure to check them out, roughtough.com. If you're looking to book the trip of a lifetime, make sure to give the team at WTA a call at 1-800-755-8247 or check out our website, WorldwideTrophyAdventures.com. What does it look like for, you know, because you've got four guys, you've got your personal gear, and then you've, mm. got, you've got four guides, yeah. with, and then you've got camp. Like, where do you put camp? I know these rafts are good size, but... And, yeah, I think they were like... I don't know, 14 foot rafts, but that, you know, that was one of the first things that I thought of the, the first night we got to camp and I saw camp was set up. You're like, where the hell are we going to put all this? Yeah. Because besides the four guest tents, I mean, they had a big Arctic oven tent, mm -hmm. which is like a 12 foot by eight foot canvas tent with I mean, they had an oven. We would have, they would bake us cookies for, for dessert <laughs> every kidding? night. They had everything and i was thinking i mean are they do they leave this camp set up and are we taking right. other things but they break it down and i mean like i said every there's a there's a place for everything in that raft these yeah. guys must be like a well-oiled machine yeah, they, they know are. exactly they, what they're doing yeah 
And they wow. do it with a smile on their face <laughs> and they never stop, you know, for a week. It was just unbelievable. I mean, so you guys are just slaying the fish, eating like kings. Yeah. You know? Yeah. What kind of wildlife are you seeing? You know, we saw, like I said, we saw a couple grizzlies the, the first day. Yeah. Um, I know one was a little too close for comfort for the really? one for the one raft. We actually heard one of the guests scream, and then we saw the bear. Oh gosh! Yeah, so he must have been right on the river. And Does she then, have any cubs with her or anything? You know, not that I saw. Okay, not that I saw. But yeah, no, we saw two two grizzlies. We saw we didn't see any moose or anything. Lots of eagles. Yeah, they're Lot, everywhere up there. Yep, lots of eagles, and um, I mean just awesome country man so when you go into day three you know everybody's got to be tired as all get out i would think. yeah yeah well i mean we kind of get to the midway point and we're starting to get into more salmon okay um fish are getting bigger yep fish are getting <laughs> bigger so you know there's five species of of pacific salmon and um so you got the king salmon right and they start coming up the rivers in mid-june and they're, yep. they're the biggest yep um and then you've got sockeye and you got chum salmon which kind of start early to mid-july and then you got um the silvers which start they were just starting um they typically start in in late july early august and then okay. on the fifth species is what they call the pinks or the humpies and they, those only come up the river on even numbered years really how, how they know that I, I don't know so yeah what is the story behind that yeah i have no idea no idea but um yeah, so and we got into all five species. Really? And, that, and that's pretty rare for one river to yeah, see. Yeah, I would think so. To see all five species and of, also you're of salmon. And also grayling as well. And grayling, the dollies, um, and then the big rainbow trout, you Man. know. I mean, typically, you know, a river will have one, two, maybe three species of salmon. But to, um, you know, to get all five it's just an incredible fishery. What was your best day of fishing? Do you oh, remember? Man. Gosh, that's a tough one. It, it was the second day. It was. Really? It was the second day. And um, there was one guide in our group. They were all good guides, but there was one who had been fishing the river since the 80s. Oh, God. He knows where everything's at. And I asked him after the first day, after I kind of saw him do his thing, I said, what, what, what's your favorite day? And he goes, tomorrow. And I said, I'm fishing with you tomorrow. <laughs> yeah. And it was, dude, it was incredible. Really? Yeah. I How mean, many fish did you catch on I don't on even own? know. I mean. hundred? Yeah. It was, Are you serious? Yeah, well, probably. Yeah. Wow. Yeah. I mean, plus I was the best fisherman in the group, right? Well, right. So, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> no, but I mean, it was, it yeah. was incredible. Man. Yeah. Yeah. So, I mean, what was, uh. What was your suppers every night usually? Like, what are you looking at? You know, at we have we had something different every day. Mm -hmm. I mean, and good stuff. And, uh, yeah, I mean, we had prime rib that one night. That's we unreal. Had, yeah, we had, like, fettuccine Alfredo one oh, yeah. night. We had we cooked up the salmon the one night. Um, and kind of the joke of it was they would give us these huge portions. Yeah. And they're like, you better eat it and eat seconds because it's less for us to pack down the sure. river the next sure. day. Yeah. Yeah. But I mean, I was thinking, you know, we're probably going to have some freeze dried food mm -hmm. and just some kind of simple Mountain stuff, houses yeah, or something like that, you yeah. know, because of where we are. Mm -hmm. But I mean, we ate like kings. I felt like I was in a five star 
restaurant. Yeah. <laughs> Going out of the tent bloated. <laughs> yeah. That's why you slept so good every night. Yeah. Yeah. I bet. It was awesome, man. So day four and five, I mean, you're, you're getting, you're yeah. probably what, almost to that, uh, 50 mile yeah. range. Yep. Yep. You know, we, the days got a little more mellow each day. You know, we were doing more like 12, 14 miles mm-hmm. a day, which is still a lot, but yeah, day four, five and six, you know, we started getting into more salmon and, um, and just the, the river changes, you know, we're getting bigger, it gets bigger. We're picking up more tributaries. It's just, you know, it's getting just a bigger river. Mm -hmm. I'm getting down out of the mountains a little bit, just kind of into the open tundra. Yeah. But, um, but the benefit, I mean, you might lose some of the, some of the scenery, but you mean you're catching big salmon. A lot of them were, were fresh chrome salmon because they're fresh out of the ocean Mm -hmm. and they just haven't started turning yet. Yep. I mean, the fight is incredible, and uh, yeah, I mean, we just had a ball. What are you catching most of these on? So we were all we're all fly fishing, okay, right? So you know, we take a, we each brought up a couple different rods, um, you know, like six and seven weights for the rainbows mm-hmm. and the grayling, and then uh, you know, a bigger stick like an eight weight for the salmon. Um, but y- you fish beads. You know, pretty yep. pretty standard in Alaska, right? Yep. Which imitates a salmon egg. Other mm-hmm. uh, plastic beads. And I mean, you you just you catch the heck out of out of rainbows and yeah. dollies and the grailing on beads. Just hammering it. Yeah, yeah. But you know, we mixed it up a little bit. Um, streamer patterns. Um, but the the coolest thing is, is mousing for the rainbows. Okay. Yeah. Explain it a little bit. So it's just just what I said. They, <laughs> it's they, they eat rodents. These these big trout. No kidding. Yeah. So I mean, we had a, a mouse pattern. Really? Yep. You know, it was it was a fly. It was a it was imitated a mouse. It looked just like a mouse. It floated. It was a, it was a surface fly, and you cast it kind of at a forty five degree angle downstream, and just skated across the river. And they just I mean, hammer it. They come up. These trout just hammer it no kidding it is the coolest thing so for any topwater angler i mean this is this is unbelievable wow that's yeah. so cool and yeah. the fight on those is probably pretty yeah pretty good fight eh? yeah. yeah yeah i mean a true wild rainbow especially up in alaska i mean it's there's nothing like it. it's the only really reason i go to alaska to fish is because you know i'm a diehard fly fisherman is, mm-hmm. is to is to fish for those big rainbows that's cool yeah it was awesome. So getting into the latter part of the trip, I mean, how's the morale? Like, is everybody still like on that high? Or is oh it like, yeah, no. Because eight it, days is a long was, time to fish. It was. You know? Yep. Yep. Um, yeah. I mean, the morale super high. You know, people are getting. You know, they're getting worn down. Yeah. But I mean, you know, the group I had, they were great, and, and they've they've been around. They fished the world, and oh really? So yeah. they're big anglers. Oh huh? yeah. Yep. But they all made the comment of, you know, this is this one's going to be tough to beat. Really, you know, and they got, and they said they got exactly what they wanted. They got That's the awesome. real Alaska experience, and uh, yeah, I mean, the fishing was just—it's—it it hasn't changed. It's—it's pretty—it's <laughs> it, pretty epic. Yeah, yeah. So when you get there to your destination point, mile ninety or whatever, wherever it is, is yep. that a lake where something you know, a float plane's going to come in and get you? Then? Yep. No. So there's a little village, kind of right okay. at the mouth of the river, and um, so we were picked up there. Um, at the local village and taken, there was a little airport 10 minutes away and they had planes already reserved for us and yeah, said our goodbyes and started our, 
journey home. Man, that's crazy. What a what a trip though. It I mean, was. What what's another? Because uh, I know you guys do a lot of hosted trips. What's another good hosted trip that you know you guys have done around here? You know, we do we do a handful of them a year. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, we do, um, I haven't done it yet, but I got to get my name in the hat as we do the oscillated uh, turkey hunt down to Mexico yeah. every year. You know, we, we started doing that a few years ago and uh, it's super popular. Down in the jungle. Yep. It's a jungle hunt and um, it's usually the last bird you need for your world slam. Mm-hmm. And we got we got the best place down there. I mean, it is a true experience in the jungle and you know, besides the oscillated turkey, I mean, there, there's a bunch of critters you can, you can shoot down there. So yeah. that's always a popular one. Um, you know, we, we always do a fishing, we always do a few different international hunts. Cause those are usually the ones that a client is, like I said, maybe a little, little hesitant to sign up yeah. for, but if they go with a group, there's, you know, that comfort factor. So like I'm taking a group over to Mozambique next year for Cape okay. Buffalo. We still have a spot open on that. That's September 1st of next year. Um, I think we're doing one to New Zealand. So, you know, we've got some cool stuff on the horizon. So since you have an opening on that, how would people try to snag that? Yeah, just uh, hop on our website, you know, worldwidetrophyadventures.com. There's a hosted hunts or a hosted trips link right there. It'll also be in our new catalog. But, you know, the quickest way, hop on the website or give our office a call and uh, 1-800-346-8747. And, uh, you know, we can answer all your questions. So, you know, for a hosted hunt, you can do any species you want, couldn't you? I mean, it might be a little harder to do like a hosted sheep hunt. Mm-hmm. But you could, you know I mean, like a white hunt, you could do that, right? Yep. yep. Okay. Yep. We typically try and do something different every year, you okay. know, a handful of them. Yep. So. Awesome, man. What a story. What an experience, yeah. you know? I mean, it's incredible. Um, I've said it before. If you're a fisherman um, and you haven't done Alaska, you I mean, you, you owe it to yourself. For sure. Yeah. I've been there a couple of times, never fishing, um, yeah. just all, whether it might have been a moose hunt or right. know, a sheep hunt or something like that. Like, But, man, it's a, yeah. it's a beautiful place, Yeah, you know? I actually went to Alaska in a grizzly hunt as well yeah um and just that was crazy that we were socked in for like eight days to start the trip you know and then it's like you're in the tent watching it rain forever yeah no (laughs) you bring bring a few books yes yeah yeah because uh you can go store crazy really quick you for sure can (laughs) well travis thank you very much man yeah man appreciate you having me yeah thank you very much and uh yeah hopefully we'll be able to do this again absolutely look forward to it Thanks for all your support and downloads. If you like this episode, please go and leave a five-star review on Apple Podcasts as that always helps. Do you want to book that hunt of a lifetime? Then give the team at Worldwide Trophy Adventures a call at 1-800-346-8747. Or if you want to start a tags portfolio for those limited entry tags, give the team a call at 1-800-775-8247. Enjoy your journey.